Hey, what's up, guys? How are y'all? This is a very special episode of the Optionlet Podcast. You guys know what's going on right now, and me and Ruben are doing our best to keep the show going because this is something that we just love doing, and we'll continue to keep doing because we just want to uh, talk about what we do every day and just share our lives with you guys and keep up with uh, everything that's going on. We start every episode with... How are you doing? Ruben, how was your week, brother? It was good, dude. Um, I worked uh, four days this week, a solid of like 15 hours all week. Uh, got my Resident Evil copy yesterday. I beat it this, I saw that. I beat it this morning. I'm um, going to go back in for round two, but I wanted to start on Control that you let me borrow. Um, I saw a few movies. Um, I saw The Witcher. I'm sorry, not The Witcher. Ah, I saw Ma, Hobbs and Shaw, and The Platform. Uh, um... I think Hobbs and Ma, Hobbs and Shaw and Ma were all on um, what you call it HBO, and the platform was on Netflix. Platform was really good, man. I enjoyed it. Ma, eh, Hobbs and Shaw, eh. Um, uh, you said you said Hobbs and Ma. I was like, now that I would watch Hobbs and Ma. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so um, I caught I caught a couple things there. Um. And, you know, just playing Animal Crossing, The Witcher, and then Resident Evil 3, which I had promptly completed in four and a half hours. No. Yeah. I mean, once you, I mean, I've been, but that's just a quick and dirty, right? No, I've been playing since 1999, bro. I, I know that game back to front. Even with the remake, I'm pretty solid with it. Uh, well, I figured it'd be, I figured that'd be your just, you know, just go straight in and out, not trying to unlock all the secret passages or secret, all the weapons or stuff like that. It's just, in and out, correct? Uh, no, nah, I got all the weapons. I got most of the lock boxes and stuff. I think I missed like one or two. Um, but you know, me and Morris had both completed the campaign already. And once you beat it, um, what what you get is a uh, a score at the end, and then that score gives you points. And then what you do with those points is you can buy upgrades for your next run, which makes your next run better, and the next run better, and the next run better. I think one of the achievements is to beat the game in under two hours. Um, so they, they do want you to speed run it. They want you to keep playing it, and they do make your gameplays easier. So once you get those points, like you can get uh, a token that you carry on your person that um, that reduces the damage you take or that increases the damage that you do or um, lets you regen health over time. And you can also buy extra bag space. You can also buy the starting lockpick and... Um, chain cutter at the very beginning of the game that way you don't have to go and get them uh your speed runs get more efficient and faster you can also buy new weapons um you know different things like that um just to help your game uh progressively get uh it's kind of like a roguelike i guess but you know what you're gonna find but they did add some roguelike and elements into it they added in these little boxes these little breakable boxes that you can stab um or shoot or whatever and they give you like a, a randomized loot pool. So it could be ammo, it could be health, it could be, you know, whatever it is. Um, they, they threw all that little stuff in there to, like I said, to help keep you, keep you running the game. And if, if, it, if it turns up to be like a, a two-hour game or a sub-two-hour game, that's as beautiful as that game is. Um, I, I, I really do want to play it again. But like I said, it took me like four and a half hours, I would say. I saved like 15 times. And uh, and I got an A rank on my uh, first playthrough, so it wasn't too bad. And that was on standard. Um, Morris said he went did the second playthrough already. It took him two and a half hours, 
and oh, wow. um, he got an S rank, but he did it on the easiest difficulty because he just wanted to get his rhythm down and stuff like that. So I played the game on normal at first just to see, you know, what what to do, and it was pretty similar. There's a couple things that are cut out uh, of the game, um, but so far, I mean, I mean, so far I completed the game. Um, it's really really fun. I haven't tested the uh, multiplayer yet. And that's that's on my list as well to te- check out. But I uh, project resistance, I believe it's called. Yes, uh, I definitely want to check that out. I'm hearing a lot of good things about it. I'm hearing that it's very unique, uh, fun multiplayer, um, things like that. And uh, I haven't even installed it on the drive. Like I said, as soon as I finished uh, Resident Evil Three today, I went ahead and loaded up Control, and I started playing that one. And I like it a lot. There's a little issue that I have with her running around, and I'm not sure if it's my controller or if it's just the game mechanic, but I feel like whenever I want to sprint or move somewhere, like, she doesn't want to do it. It's a little strange, so I'm thinking it might be my controller config because I'm using my uh, Astro C40. So I have to just figure it out. But, uh, but yeah, I'm enjoying control. Uh, it's pretty good, too. I like it. The narrative is strange, dude. I don't know. It's I don't, I don't it's understand anything. Sad. The style is unique. I like it. Uh, okay, so you watched uh, Ma, Hobbs and Shaw, mm-hmm. The Platformer? The Platform. Platform. Yeah, it's a Spanish and film. that is a... It's, okay. a... it's a Spanish Netflix original. And uh, it's about um, this weird building that these, this guy wakes up in, right? And what... I can't even explain it without giving it a lot of it away. But there's like this hole in the center, right? And this platform comes down every day. And you could be on level 100, I mean one, or you could be all the way at the bottom. Uh, and they put a bunch of food on it, right? And whoever's at the top gets to eat first, whoever's at the bottom eats last. So a lot of times when it gets to the bottom, people don't eat. Um, so what's it, what ends up happening is is like these people sign up for this experience. They get to bring one thing, but they get something in return for completing it. So they get to bring like one thing with them, you know, a book or a, a piece of art or whatever. Um, it, it's a very interesting movie and it's very messed up. And it's very like like w- the human mentality, like especially what, you know, the country's going through right now with like toilet paper and, and groceries and things like that. It plays really well into that stuff. And it just came out like two weeks ago. So like right around the time that all this stuff happened, this is when this movie came out. And a very interesting uh, movie, and I would. So when it comes to the Spanish, or um, is it kind of like uh, the, uh, Narcos, where it's in Spanish half the time, and then it's in English sometimes, or just all Spanish? Um, the it's dubbed. I watched it dubbed, so uh, you really can't tell um, anything too crazy. Like, yeah, their mouths are moving sometimes when somebody's not speaking, but um, you can watch it in Spanish. Like me and you could watch it in Spanish and not have a problem with it. Um, but yeah, it's a very interesting movie and I enjoyed it, uh, quite a bit. So would you, uh, but yeah, I mean, that was my week. I'm off next week. Uh, we're going down vacation. Yeah. Vacation, <laughs> vacation, uh, getting charged 40, uh, 40 hours to take 15 hours off of work. <laughs> um, you were saying going where, uh, what going where I'm not going anywhere. Oh, they, oh, they say we're going somewhere or something like that. Oh, we're going, know. we're going to three days a week. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So whenever I oh, and they took me off my route. I didn't tell you about this yet. They no, took, no. I, I messaged you. I want to. I sent you a picture of my kettlebell that came in like Tuesday, mm-hmm. 
and that's the last time I spoke to you all week. So okay. Like, so what they ended up t- uh, telling me on Friday, or they messaged me and two of my coworkers. My two coworkers run downtown Houston. Uh, one runs downtown, the other one runs like Westheimer, not Westheimer, um, um, Montrose. So he has all the Montrose or whatever. And um, they've been running together, and I've been running solo because my area doesn't really meet up with their area. So what boss man texted me was, is he goes, he texted all of us. He goes, hey, we need to figure out a way to get 34 on the y'all's route because um, they're running their routes, you know, side by side in tandem. So they have to not only run their route, but they also have to run my route now. And I'm going to be taking over two other routes, which means that he's laying off somebody else. Um, okay, time out, time out, time out. So those two guys, they're going to grab, they're going to split your route on and add it to their routes, correct? No, they're running on one truck and they're running two routes on one truck with two guys. Oh. Then they're going to oh, take okay. the okay. entirety of my route and put it on their truck, which my route one day is more than their entire week right now. So, I mean, I get back pretty quick, but they don't know it. So they're going to be out there for like a long time, which doesn't make any sense. What would make sense is to keep me on the truck, add one of them to mine and take one of them off since they've already seen that, you know, the routes or whatever. They, they've seen each other's routes. They know where to go. So what would make sense is to keep me on that route and take somebody else off and put them as a uh, like a hopper or whatever you want to call it. Um, so um, th- that's what's happening whenever I come back from vacation. I also had texted my boss. I was like, hey, man, I don't even need to go on vacation. Like I'm getting home at like 11 o'clock. Like, there's no need for me to take a vacation. Like I don't want to be a hindrance. I'd wa- I want to help. You know, so if I have to not take a vacation, then I won't take a vacation. It's not a big deal, you know. So um uh, he had declined that. He said, yeah, you can go ahead and take it. You know, it's your birthday. You know, relax, uh, save some gas and all that other stuff, which I appreciated. Uh, and he's like, dude, your job is safe. You stop worrying about your job. And I'm like, that's not what I'm worried about. I'm just worried about putting you guys out and somebody not knowing my route and, you know, pissing off one of my customers, whatever it could be, you know. Yeah, because at this point right now, whatever customer you have, you need to hang on to them. Yeah, I'm going to be know? a stage four clinger uh, girlfriend with my customers man but i'm losing all my customers whenever i come back so uh, they're all going to the other guys um and uh i'm just gonna be a jumper i'm gonna have to cover two routes that i've probably never seen before i've never been to the area but i mean it's all good i did college station last week college station was a cinch man i did 10 stops uh, in an hour and a half hour and a half drive out there hour and a half route hour and a half drive back and i was done by noon it was no big deal that's pretty um, sweet but uh i mean that was my week bro how was uh how was your week uh, a little bit more back on your week. Uh, any oh. Witcher you're, you're squeezed in? Because I remember I saw you streaming it the other day. You were looking for doo-doo. Um, yeah, I think on Witcher 3, I th- my total game time is 155 hours. Um, and um, I think my current play time in this session is around 55 hours now give or take. So, yeah, I put in a little bit of time cuz I've been I was just waiting for Resident Evil 3 remake all week and I finally got it. Uh and I finally I, I beat it completely um on standard. And right now I'm just looking forward to next Friday whenever Final Fantasy 7 remake comes out. I get to play that. Uh and in the meantime, I'm going to try and do a little bit of Animal Crossing every day, a little bit of a uh, Witcher every day and a and a, a lot of control. I want to do a lot more control cuz I have beat Witcher 3. I'm just 
Witcher 3, I'm just trying to like go through the motions until I get to the DLC. That way I can get into the DLC and like play something new, I guess, in this game. Uh, so I'm doing a lot of, uh, I did like four hours of control already. I love it, man. That game is really good. Really fun. Thank you for it's letting really me borrow good. it. Yeah. No problem. Uh, yeah. Um, my week was pretty good with a lot of things kind of drying up, a lot of routes drying up, uh, less and less stops. So my businesses, I'm getting less business stops, but my, uh, uh, residentials are increasing more. And the thing is on my route, my residential, they just come off really quick. So, I mean, I'm finishing my businesses by 11 30 noon and from there i spend maybe 20 30 minutes to set up my residentials and i just start knocking them out so i've had a good time with work you know given with this current situation that's going on that i'm able to get home and still have work um i know a lot of drivers out there um several drivers a lot of the up-and-coming ones they're like on the other drivers like hey uh, i haven't had work all week can i cover your route can i cover your route you know so like so, I mean, that's just the fact that what's going on right now with a lot of things drying up, just people are looking for it. And I'm just, and I was messaging my coworker that I'm just very lucky that I'm, I have a job that still has work to go around. So I'm very lucky with that. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, I was playing, I, play, I played Dragon Quest earlier this week. I yeah, I saw that. that. A couple of nights. Yeah, I was playing that. And um, I forgot how loud that game is because when I was streaming it, I kind of just left the settings, the sound settings at well, like I got complacent. I was like, I'll just leave the settings as it is. And then I went back to look at my stream. I was like, oh shit, I can't hear nothing. <laughs> I mean, I can hear the music and that's it. Like when I'm talking to the mic, nothing. I was like, oh shit, okay. Well, now I know, go back. Yeah. Uh, Persona Royal came out Tuesday and. We need to talk about that. Yeah, we will. We'll go into depth. I just want to give you a quick uh, update, but uh, guys, I'm looking at y'all directly. If you love JRPGs, you play this one, okay? This is, it's, it's cool. It's, the music is great. The style is great. The characters are great. The, the, the touches that they made to streamline this game, this game is great. And we'll get more into it later. But yes, I, I'm really digging Persona 5. I'm like, oh my God, it's so good. Um, my, what else came in today? Week. Um, I did lay low a little bit on working out with the honest six program uh i tried going back on monday but i think the from the previous friday when it was i think it was test endure not test endure work fast recover faster when you're just going uh 40 seconds of straight working out and mm-hmm. then 20 seconds down and the lunges i did I, I was doing a lot of the advanced ones where it in, in, includes lunges into the sets mm-hmm. and i really burned out my quads and so monday when it was come uh time to come back to it i was like uh, just i'm not there's no point of me pushing myself just wait so yeah. i just did ring fit and yoga up until wednesday up to thursday yeah and then thursday by then my quads were like okay we're ready to put some pressure on there to put some weight on there some hustle and thursday i would just jump into the back into the rotation and i just kind of like added yoga and workouts i just kind of crunched doing two workouts two and a half workouts every day until i caught back up so i feel just working out exercising it was really really good i like it and my own kettlebell, 20-pound kettlebell, finally came in. So hey. in, Q, in Q1 2021, when I get to see you again, I will go drop out. What are you talking about? Q3, so. baby, Q3. Q3, <laughs> Q3 yeah, yeah. Like, which... <laughs> Q3, at least, at least. That's, at yeah. least, yeah, yeah. When, when Last of Us comes out, that's when I'll give you back oh, the kettlebell. Oh, Last, of us, got, Last of us got delayed indefinitely. Is... Indefinitely. We'll talk more about that, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, then, and then last night, um, I played Persona 5. I just... 
just playing that game royale again. right uh, it was great yeah royale royale when i, when I talk about personal guys now yeah it'll be royale and today um it was my lovely wife's birthday she happy birthday mikhail happy birthday mikhail she's 25 and uh <laughs> <laughs> he's 25 and we're just hanging out and just chill all day because uh we just want to show because uh we don't we want to do our part just to help out we don't want to yeah we, we none of us are have been tested for what's going on right now we don't know we're asymptomatic we don't even have it have it i don't know but we're just like you know what let's just be safe because it was monday uh i forgot to mention this about my work update but monday when i was driving around i look around at decker on garth road and like no, nobody out here. It's it's a, it's my route is literally a ghost town, you know, and that's the busy parts of my route. Those are the big main artery streets that come that go to my route. No one's out there, and and I, I got me thinking. I was like, look, man, Rick. Uh, I messaged Miguel. I was like, man, I think it's best if we just postpone the party because there's no point of risking something. We are going to hang out again. We're going to get together and barbecue and drink beer and hang out. Right now, it's not the time for that. Right now, it's time to just. Everybody chill, do their part, be safe, you know, because even though we are relatively healthy, we're in shape, we take care of ourselves, we don't know what this can do to us. So let's just yeah, be careful, be safe. We will party again. It'll be all good. So we're just doing our part and we're just hanging out Saturday and this is why we're doing our Discord. Partying right now, bro. We're partying right now, you know, we're just doing it live and we're, we're testing, we're in, we're in uncharted waters when it comes to the whole doing our our stream on discord so guys just bear with us and but sit down and have fun and chill yeah uh ruben oh that's that's and that was pretty much my week and i want to talk to you about uh resident evil 3 okay real quick so how do you feel with the um them adding this dodge mechanic do you like how it felt was it good um the dodge mechanic is cool because you can get like perfect dodges um, and it slows down time as soon as you get out of like the perfect dodge and you go to aim your weapon. So like if you perfect dodge out of the way, um, that means you can like turn around, you know, so if somebody's coming at you from like this side, you perfect dodge, aim, time slows down, you can aim at them, take a shot or whatever. There's also an item that you can get after you complete the game um, that increases that gap. It's like a little folder by Chris Redfield from um, Resident Evil 1 and 5 and bunch of other ones you carry it on you and it increases your effective uh effective dodge roll dodge roll um quote unquote um basically it just makes the gap a little bit longer uh it works against nemesis it works against all zombies i like the new zombie types that they added into the game or the new enemy types that they added into the game uh one of them just uh um regens really really quick so you have to do a high amount of damage really fast so like a desert eagle hit or you know two shotgun blasts to the face repeatedly things like that um the dodge mechanic is fun uh if you can get it down uh and if you can time it correctly like any other game where you have to parry or dodge um i.e sekiro i.e dark souls things like that um using those types of mechanics is fun if you, you don't even have to use it the entire game if you don't want to so the option is there for you to use it you don't it, it's not incorporated into the actual game like you have to use this mechanic it does help you get away i enjoyed it um i had no problem with it man i like i said it, it was a it was a interesting new design choice that i'm glad that they put in there uh i i did use it 
because I like to perfect dodge. I was looking at Nemesis, like, when's he going to swing at me? And like, oh, perfect dodge. And I would, you know, hit him in his chest piece, uh, ventilator or whatever at the beginning of the game. Um, what they did do differently this time around is Nemesis changes shape throughout the game. So at first, he's just coming at you just Nemesis, right? He just comes at you regular. Sorry for the camera going out of focus. Oh, that's fine. It's all good, brother. Um, he just, he's coming at you, you know, as a regular Nemesis. And then he gets a flamethrower, and then he gets a rocket launcher, and then he changes shape after that, and then he changes shape again, and then he changes shape again. So um, they updated it for a more modern time, a modern game. Um, like I said, they did remove some elements out of the game um, that – in the original game kind of slowed the pace down this one just keeps everything moving it's very fluid uh when you get to play as carlos uh is uh very very fun because you get an ar um what's up did, did carlos say uh did, when he first when he first introduced himself like does he say something like uh, something cheesy like oh such a handsome guy like me or something does he say something, something like cheesy like that he does say a lot of cheesy shit um <laughs> like i think you know him and him and jill um he's like oh i'm not gonna leave you in a carlos carlosless world that's hard to say uh he says shit like that you know <laughs> uh but carlos is fun to play as um you know like i said he doesn't have a dodge he's got more like a punch so if you time it when they're coming in he knocks them down uh whereas jill just kind of like evades and gets out of the way so those are the two different styles that you have there um and other than that not much has changed gameplay mechanic wise between the two one has a punch one has a dodge um uh the hunter enemy type that's back uh from resident evil 3 nemesis is very very cool um they are an armor shell around it's like an exoskeleton around a, a weak mass so the the point of fighting them is to put as many rounds as possible to break their armor in a certain spot and to kill them very quickly because they do a lot of damage so um what you have to do is like hit one spot specifically to to wear them out but they can also they have a dodge mechanic and they're super fast like lightning fast and faster than you can aim on the max sensitivity settings like they're here oh, wow. and then they're here and then they're here and then they rush at you and they claw you and then that is like two hits and you're done on standard so um then they added like i said the the Pale, the pale ones, I don't remember what they called, but the pale guys that they quickly regenerate. They added some sort of insectoid into the game. Um, they didn't have any, there's no liquors uh, in this one because that was Resident Evil. No, there was liquors in Carlos's campaign. I'm sorry. So, okay. liquors, hunters, zombies, nemesis, uh, like five different times. And, um, and then the little insectoids and things like that. Uh, all in all, uh, a phenomenal experience dude i had a i couldn't put it down like i was thinking about it i played it as i was going to bed i was still fucking thinking about the game and i woke up and i started playing again and i you know it took me like four and a half hours it wasn't too you know i did die like five times ten times or something like that i died i died a fair amount it does take into effect like your total play time of the game so your your game time which is without you dying and all that shit is like four hours, four and a half hours, but your entire game time is like eight hours because you had died and you had to go back to your save point and like restart. It takes into account everything that you do. So even if you go back and load, which I did a couple of times where I was like, oh, I fucked this whole encounter up. I'm just going to pause, 
load game, go back. I know how to do it now. It takes into account all that time too. So you can't wiggle your way out of a good game time. It it knows whenever you yeah it knows how long you've been playing specifically it knows so um i enjoyed the shit out of the game man i don't know i can't i can't praise it enough i've been hearing a lot of bad shit about oh you can beat a 60 dollar game in six hours like ten dollars an hour is a fucking great price but i didn't pay 60 dollars for it anyway um but i mean there's so much replayability like yeah you did it once you beat the game in six hours now do it again and now do it again. And I get that two-hour achievement because it's going to take you like three to four runs to get it. Do that achievement. That's going to be a lot harder, you know. And then if you got to do it on veteran or, yeah, veteran I think is what it is, the last um, difficulty level, then that one's going to be even harder, you know. Like, you know, it, it it brings its own challenges. I mean, you could take nothing and do it over again, and it's just going to be hard as shit. So fun game, man. I love it so much. So, uh, did you play Resident Evil 2 Remake, the one that came out last year? Yep. Yeah? So, do you feel like Resident Evil Nemesis has more of an action, leans more towards the action side than it does the puzzle side? Because Resident Evil 2, a majority of the game, I didn't play it much. I played maybe like three hours of it. Uh, but the I remember Resident Evil 2 Remake, it was a, a lot of it, well, a handful of it was in the uh, RPD building with a lot of puzzles. You know, find this, go here. Get the key. Come here. I'll yeah. Circle back. Come here. Uh, was Nemesis more into? Did it lean into more the action side of it? Yeah. So in Resident Evil Two, it's more zombie dodging and conserving ammo for boss fights, boss fights than it is anything else. Um, Resident Evil Three is let the bullets fly, baby. Like no stopping you. Like chest shots, headshots, it don't matter. Um, the knife mechanic is different in this game from the. Resident Evil 2 remake um knives in Resident Evil 2 deg- uh, degrade over time and you can damage them and break them and things like that and uh then you won't have a knife um but in this one you get to keep the knife and it just takes up an inventory slot so you can stab them all you want it doesn't do shit for damage though so i uh just keep the knife on me to check the zombies laying down on the ground that are dead and I was like, swipe them, stab, stab, stab. Oh, they get up. Okay. And then I shoot them. So that's, you know, I'm not trying to walk over them and get grabbed, you know, things like that. So, um, uh, that's basically all I use the knife for this, uh, this time. Um, I'm pretty sure on my next run, I'll just keep it in the chest. Cause there's no point in, no point in having it in this game. Um, so as far as that's concerned, I preferred Resident Evil 2's mechanic, um, where it actually did a lot of damage. You could kill things with your knife and keep moving. You didn't have to waste your ammo. But in this one, it is a different type of game. You are correct in that, yeah, we don't, uh, we're not knifing everything. Or, you know, we don't have to knife everything. So it's just like guns blazing. And there's a lot of like explodey barrels because um, there's a lot of it takes place on the streets of Raccoon uh, City. So you, you know, you group them up next to the barrel, you blow up the barrel and that's one shot instead of, you know, five shots each or eight shots each or whatever it is on standard without the assault coin. So, but yeah, man, uh, I love it. Um, Solid game. Uh, I enjoyed the first, uh, the first, the non remake. So I enjoyed the shit out of this one. Resident Evil 3 Nemesis is my favorite PlayStation 1 game aside from like Metal Gear Solid or whatever. So it was my, that's a good game. It was my favorite, like, Resident Evil. So in terms of, like, Resident Evils, it was Resident Evil 3, then Resident Evil Code Veronica, then Resident Evil 2, and then, like, 
all of the other Resident Evils. Like those three right there to me were the the best ones in my opinion. Uh, one more thing I want to talk about. Uh, well, um, I also want to talk about sure. uh, Resident Evil Three. Is um, how did you feel the differences were between Nemesis and Mister X? Uh, I feel maybe uh, Mister X was kind of a um, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, like he's outside. He's coming. He's coming. He's coming. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Where Nemesis is more like, all right, baby, let's let's fight. Let's let's, let's duke it out. Is it, is it kind of like that? Was it like, or or is he more, was he more like nemesising where, where he actually was like, oh shit. Well, he follows you everywhere, and he is relentless, and he has a ranged attack, and he like he doesn't just walk after you. He'll jump in front of you. He'll he'll pull your legs out, wrap his tentacle around you, and pull you in towards him. Um, they're they're different mechanics from Mister X and Nemesis, which basically have the same character model at the beginning anyway. Mister um, X was more of a to push you to be faster uh, and to, to move you. You know, he didn't follow you really. I mean, he did follow you, but he didn't follow you like like Nemesis follow you. Like, you leave an area, Nemesis is still going to follow you. He doesn't stop. Uh, he's always hunting you down. And a lot of it was scripted, like little scripted events uh, throughout the game. So, um, I mean, they're all scripted events, but like cutscenes is what I meant. So a lot of Nemesis stuff is uh, cutscenes and and things like that. But whenever you do get into the fights, the fights are really you know really fun and intuitive. Uh, the last two fights particularly were very fun and very tough, and I enjoyed the hell out of them. And um, yeah, uh, Mister X is just a different just a different type of of mechanic. And uh, I enjoyed Mister X. I enjoyed Nemesis, and both of both of them were very challenging and. And uh, okay, I promise. About? I promise this will be the last question I have on Resident Evil. Okay, no, you're good. Uh, I remember on Nemesis on the PlayStation during certain points of the game, it'll give you option A, option B. Do you still have this in this game? No, there is okay, no, they took that out. Yeah, they took a lot okay, of things okay. out. Uh, there is no yeah. option A and option B there, but one of those options that you're talking about is right when you're about to walk into the police station as Jill, if I'm not mistaken. Which Jill doesn't even step fucking foot in the police station in this game. It's Carlos that goes in. So uh, you have the option to run or to fight Nemesis. You still have that option. It gives you a weapon upgrade or a yeah, weapon upgrade if you beat him, which I, I got on my first try. Um, so it makes it worth your while to take the challenge. Of course, always. Okay. It always okay. makes it worth your while. So... Uh, you do have that option. That was like the only time I remember that choice being in that game. I can't remember any other time. I want to say I remember it's been a while, but I think there was another part where in the original game, I think Nemesis is ha- like you're supposed to cross a bridge and you're like, I fight Nemesis here or you jump off or something like that. Yeah. I don't remember. It's been a long time. That is also a part of, you know, just a part of the game. They just kind of streamlined it? it. Um. Okay. What I what I was what was I thinking about there for that? Um, now they did, like I said, they do add the upgrade factor. Like, hey, if you take this challenge and you beat him, you'll get the you know the weapon upgrade, um, things like that. Uh, yeah, man, I just, oh, fuck it. the game blows me away. It was it was so good. I I was telling Morris earlier, I was like, I gotta go back and actually complete RE2 remake because 
I kind of like put it down halfway through the game, and I was like, you know, like this game is. A so it got too- you hyped to come back and, and finish RE RE two. Yeah. So I told him I was like, one day you need to come by. You know, we'll throw it up on the big screen, um, and you can teach me like what it is that I need to do. That way, I can like get this process better because he played it so so many times, yeah. so many hours. Like he's got that. He's got it. He's like, I'm already thinking of ways to beat it faster in Resident Evil Three, and I'm like, all right, that's badass, dude. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna move on to another game, then I'm gonna come back so I don't get bored of this one. Because uh, I did, yeah. like I said, I did strongly enjoy it, but I don't want to get burnt out on it after, you know, two days. Like I want to come back and enjoy another experience, and then okay, I want to come back, you know, go to a different game, then come back and enjoy another experience of running through this game. Uh, I want to well, do I'm it definitely glad you bought a. Yeah, I'm definitely glad you bought a hard copy of it because I definitely want to borrow it after. Yeah, let you borrow it. After when I don't know when I'll pencil it in, but I just want to play it. <laughs> Speaking of which, we got to talk about Persona 5 Royale because it did get yes. a perfect 10 out of 10 from GameSpot. And I wanted your thoughts on you know what you're feeling so far on this one, what the changes are, um things like that for people that, you know, are uneducated like myself. Oh, no problem. Uh, definitely uh, Persona 5 Royal. It is a JRPG, true to its nature. It is turn-based, but also has a uh, high school student slice of life where uh, you go to school in the morning, uh, you interact with uh, some teachers or they'll give you some quizzes or whatever, and then you hang out. After Then after that, it's, hey, do you want to go hang out with Ryuji? Do you want to hang out with Anne? Do you want to go into the dungeon? Do you want to do do your laundry? Do you want to do homework? And stuff like that. And even though it doesn't sound fun, but when you start playing it, you get invested to these characters uh, and these stats that you want to unlock and you just want to play and play and play. And like I said earlier in the, in a, in the intro, uh, the music, the style, the look of it, it's really good. I like it. And I've already put in like six hours of it because I played it from Tuesday and I played like maybe two hours. I played an hour each night. Up until last night, I did two hours of it. And the game is very, it does hold your hand in the beginning where tutorials and menus, this is what this is, this is what it does. And it builds up from there and you build up and you build up and you build up. Like, okay, okay, okay. And from, I've gathered already from Royal compared to the original uh, Persona is they've just streamlined a lot of things. They made things just better where, um, uh, and, when you're hiding behind the corner to ambush an enemy, before it was like you have to kind of wait for the enemy to kind of like get in front of your crossers and then you can ambush. But if not, you might ambush and completely pass them up and go to the other area to start hiding. And then it'll be like, oh God, no, wait, go back. And then or the camera would just constantly move the other way. So it gave you different options to like, okay, fix the camera angle. Okay. I also had stuff where do you want to save the last persona, the last summon that you were using? Or do you want to revert to what you want to have on default, stuff like that? Uh, but they're adding new characters. They change the storyline, streamline a lot of things. And that, for me right now, just noticing it, it's like, okay, I'm just digging it. I'm loving it. I'm just, I'm just sitting down and, and, and really enjoying it. And it's something, if you played the first one, the first Persona 5 that came out in 2017, if you... Is it worth paying 60 bucks to get this one again? If you enjoyed playing the first one and got into it, but then said, uh, shit, it's a 100-hour game. I don't know if I could do it. I would say if you want to start fresh, start with Persona 5 Royal. 
you know, if you know for sure this is just something you're just not into, well, it's okay. It, it, it's not every game is for everybody, you know. So, I mean, I definitely made sure I got a hard copy so I can let you and Mikhail thank you borrow. It. <laughs> I was yeah, about to ask. I definitely, I definitely, I definitely got a hard copy because I was looking at the at the achievements. Hold on, guys. I look at the achievements and. So the Persona 5, when I first played it, my first trophy that I got from there, because you know how every game you start off something, like you do something special, like, oh, a trophy, you know? So it's literally the first trophy you can get in the game. I got it on November 28th, 2017, okay? So that's when I started, first started playing the game, in November 28th, 2017. My latest achievement, because I beat the game last, or two weeks ago, last week, was March 22nd, 2020. So between 20... End of 2017 to Q1 of 2020. Mm -hmm. That's how long I've played the game. I played it, took a hiatus, played it, took a hiatus, and then finally I was like, all right, I gotta, I gotta put this game, I gotta finish it. And I'm sure I did. Yeah, that, that's yeah. Persona Five. I, I mean, just my hot take on it, guys. If you do like JRPGs, you will like it. And I remember talking to the Win Bros about it. They said when they played it, they went through a guide because you can actually have this guide tell you. All right, this at this date, you're gonna you should talk to this person, then do this person and this person, and they, they totally ran through everything to give you the best results, the best stats. Because the more you hang out with somebody, your stats go up, you know. But sometimes you can't hang out with that person because someone else wants to hang out with you, or there's an uh, uh, a task that you, that you should perform to help uh, increase these stats. So you have to pick and choose. But this guy that they were using just just streamlined everything. I was like, okay, well, if that's how you want to play the game, and Cool, but me when I played it, I just kind of like, hey, you know what? Today I want to hang out with so and so. I want to hang out with this. I want to do that. Blah blah blah. So I mean, you really have to just enjoy the game for what it is. Yeah, I think you could still beat the game even if you weren't like min maxing what they were doing. I think you, I think you'd still be fine. Um, yeah, like, and it is. And I think uh, I was listening to the Game Informer uh, podcast, and they were talking about it too. Um, they had the review on their website, but I was just talking to the guys, uh, the guys that were talking about it, and they said, uh, they added the. Atlas, they added like another 30 hours worth of content. So it took me just under 100 hours to beat the first game. They added a whole new semester, more cutscenes and interactions. I was like, holy shit, nah. Hour 30, okay, an hour, 130 hours. Mm-hmm. There's X amount of hours in a week. Final Fantasy VII comes out next Friday. Mm-hmm. I'm all doing like that white lady meme with the, <laughs> with the equations everywhere. Like, I'm not going to have time. I'm not going to have time. Definitely not enough time. I was like, well, okay, I'll I'll play some Persona, and then I'll play some Final Fantasy, and I'll play some Persona, and then Final Fantasy, and then I'll borrow Nemesis, and then vacation will be over. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, well, you got, gotta, I, you got a whole week worth of Persona 5 to get through. Exactly, um, exactly. So that's, that's, what, I, that's, that's what I'm going to do. You're on vacation gonna, this week, right? Correct. All next week, I will be off. Oh, I'm going back to vacation. I was talking to about it. I was talking about it with my coworkers. They're like, you're going on vacation? Yeah. Where are you going? I'm like, can't go nowhere i'm gonna go to louisiana so i can take an extra yeah. two weeks when i get back motherfucker <laughs> yeah and then my coworkers are like yeah i'm trying to see if i could swap my vacation with somebody because i ain't going there's nothing nothing ain't shit to do so i was like yeah i right, just enjoy okay. your time at home save your gas money yeah. play exactly some video games. oh my uh i think uh me mikhail told you that uh our income tax came in so i was like you know papa needs to buy himself something so i got that closer <laughs> chair i don't care how expensive it was because like you know what my dumb ass is going to get that money and just put in the savings and it's going to sit there. It's like, no, no, no. Use this money. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. So 2020. Yeah. Treat yourself 2020. So I was like, you know what? I'm buying me a fucking chair and it's coming out on 
coming in Tuesday. Oh, so nice, I can't wait. Man. Nice crosshair chair. Congrats, dude. Yeah. Some doesn't beat that Vertigear, baby. What up? Look at that. Not promoted by Vertigear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm promoting Vertigear. Uh, bro, give me a chair, bro. So let's talk about what happened this week, man. Uh, let's talk about the big stuff. Yes. The big, big stuff. Oh, uh, where do we start? How about Australia getting Final Fantasy VII already like a week into it? Uh, we still have to wait a whole another uh, week and a half, seems like. Um, yeah, they decided, Square Enix decided to ship Final Fantasy VII early to some countries. Uh, those countries or places uh, was uh, the entirety of Europe and Australia. So um, those two places have Final Fantasy VII already. What do you think? Now, now are these... I didn't. I I just read the 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 thumbnail about it. Are these just uh, physical copies that are out in the wild now, or the they have the ability to download it? Well, you can preload now, um, but people have physical copies, and they got okay. their physical copies early because uh, Square Enix wasn't sure whether or not they would actually be able to get them to them later on. So what they did was they shipped out all these physical copies. Now what the retailers went ahead and did was they turned around and sold them, with the disclosure saying that they won't post any story spoilers or um you know screenshots or stream it or anything like that which is why you don't see a whole lot of these things happening right now um the although the latest trailer that came out for final fantasy 7 like yesterday don't watch it because i'm not full of spoilers <laughs> so i have i stayed away from it I'm, I'm good there but also like why would they release that trailer like granted it is a remake but you're gonna have brand new kids coming into this game and this genre and you're gonna spoil them like right at the you, front you, yeah ex exactly because remember okay the first they had the first trailer and i saw it okay and then they had the the demo and then they had the the intro i'm like by then i was like but the demo and the intro i was like no I said, i'm done i'm done now they're like i go to youtube see trailer number three excuse me guys i'm like I'm not gonna watch it anymore. That's it. The game is literally around the corner. I'm yeah, gonna be fine. It's done. You know. So, yeah, as for as for the EU and Australia getting it earlier, uh, good on Square Enix. Yeah. You know, I'm 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 a little jelly, but it's like as long as I get my copy on Friday, I don't give yeah, a shit. <laughs> I'm gonna get my copy. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna grab my piece of paper, walk up to Best Buy, drive to Best Buy, put this against the windshield, open my trunk, open the trunk. They're gonna throw it in there. And then we, uh, we oh, you got real it. into it, huh? You know, you could just put on clothes in your your thing, and you'd be good, Papa. It's all good, Papa. What's about closing what? No, I mean, like you got like hardcore into the whole. No, shit, they huh? tell me they they send me an email. They're like, look, just put your paper up against the side of your windshield, open wow. your trunk, and they will come out and put it in there. Like the, wow. the curbside. That's, that's how it is, bro. Yeah, even today, uh, Mikhail's like. Want to get a red lobster for dinner? Is it birthday? Like, yeah, sure. We look online, they're shut down. No curbside, no to go, no nothing. Like a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of those types of restaurants are closing. The bigger ones I have were closing down as well. Um, I don't blame them. It costs a lot of money, uh, especially in my area, which is like the uppity area. I mean, you, I've taken you to a few of those. A lot of them have just you know shut it down. They're like it costs twenty grand a month just for the building. That doesn't include. You know, the cooks and the waiters and, you know, everybody at the bartenders or whatever that they're running. So, like, yeah, it's it's smart to do it that way. And shouts out to Best Buy for doing that. I thought you were like, I'm not opening my window. 
Oh, Here's no, 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 I no. thought I was like, God damn, dude, you could at least hand him the fucking paper. Just don't breathe on him. Just just, just ball it up and throw on the floor. Wear your face mask. Yeah, fuck, I'm not. I'm not even gonna talk to you, you fucking peasant. Pop the trunk. Like, I mean, what a dick. No, 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 no. That's what it said. They literally gave me an email saying that's what they're gonna. Like, okay, I understand that. Times are 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 very unique time that we're in right now. So yeah, yeah. that's bad. So, yeah, as for Square Enix, as for Square Enix, uh, setting up the game, uh, for um, the other countries. I mean, I, they could have. They could have just. They could have just released it here too. I mean, they could have done it all over the place. Let's but just, then let's just get that out of the way. Like we could all yeah. be playing that right now. Like we wouldn't even be doing the podcast. I'd be like, can't podcast Final Fantasy Seven, bro. Final Fantasy Seven. <laughs> we'll just do we'll do a Sunday baby <laughs> Monday. We gotta do it in the morning. We'll just, we got Final Fantasy Seven yeah. time, bro. Um, exactly. But uh, a lot of remakes are happening right now. So uh, a couple of of things. Jesus Christ! The first five topics on my list today are all remakes, not including Resident Evil Three. Not including Final Fantasy VII, which is next week. We also have Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 campaign got released on the 31st on PlayStation Store only for right now. Coming soon to um, you know, PC and Xbox later on. Um, that came out. That's 20 bucks just to play the fucking six-hour campaign. Um, that's fine. Um, Near Replicant got announced. And we can talk about all these individually. But uh, I just wanted to get all these remakes out in the open. There's a rumor that Prince of Persia, um, Sands of Time, or whatever the first game was, that's getting a remake that's floating around right now. Fucking Mario Galaxy Sunshine and 64 are getting a release together. So Super Mario Sunshine and Super Mario 64 and Super Mario Galaxy are all coming out on one cartridge um, for the Switch users. And then this new one called 3D World is going to be a separate release. And these are all coming out for Mario's 35th, um, you know, anniversary. So, I mean, Near Replicant, I never played. Um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, I did play. I won't be paying for that at all. I don't play Call of Duty for the campaigns. No, definitely not. If it comes with the maps, I'm down. Um, But then again, I've pretty much like given up on multiplayer games this year all of a sudden there's no fucking multiplayer games i want to play right now um prince of persia i would love to see the remake of that i enjoyed the first one very very much um and then of course super mario galaxy was phenomenal one of the best i never played any okay i did play mario 64 on the 64 but other than that i never played galaxy sunshine because i think that was on the cube and i never had a gamecube so uh one of them was on the happy to play that one one of them was on the wii and one of them was sunshine was on the cube 64 of course on the 64 and galaxy was on uh wii so um all three of those are phenomenal games galaxy was just so fucking good dude so cool um with you know with like the physics base you know the bigger the planet is the more gravity there is so, yeah cool. it, fucking great game dude and then like you fly it around you flew around to different planets and and got to do all that stuff it was great so, so basically okay. so basically if i enjoyed mario odyssey that came out on switch i'm gonna enjoy these old school mario games correct yeah basically uh well 64 you know how that one is that one's basically platformer you know do a bunch of That's, different stuff yeah um sunshine was more like i think there's like pollutants in the world and you got to spray them with your backpack Stuff like that, like that's, that's Mario's down B. Yeah, there's down B. Uh, and then Super Mario Galaxy was, you know, more of the uh, Odyssey style, but in a much more expanded. Like, if you think the f- 
what was it the the moon whenever you went to the moon it's basically like that but like expanded you know with a bunch of different types of planets and a bunch of different locales that game i mean all three of those dude fucking solid games dude that's awesome so like uh, mario do you the, do you, so do you think with a uh, legend of zelda gonna reach its uh 35th year anniversary next year do you think they'll do something like that where they'll have you know ocarina of time or uh wind waker or four swords come out uh, well for, breath like, of the bundle? breath of the wild 2 is coming out next year so I'm not really too worried about what Zelda's gonna do because Zelda's coming. I already have a new game announced for next year, which is Breath of the Wild Two, and I'm very very excited about that one. Even though I haven't completed the first one, but I'm pretty sure once I get down to you know Breath of the Wild Two, um, it's gonna be like crunch time on Breath of the Wild One because I have to play complete one before I go and do two, um, which is basically what happened with you know Resident Evil. It's like fuck, I gotta bit I gotta beat Resident Evil at least once this week before final fantasy shows up next week like i have to do one and now now i put myself on even more crunches like now i gotta be control before final fantasy 7 comes out and i looked it up it says like 11 to 13 hour campaign i was like i should be fine i should be i should be able yeah, to knock this yeah. out it, 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 like i said it doesn't keep track over time but i never felt like it was a long I played it and i really enjoyed it and i think i think with the you'll, you'll be able to crunch knock it out before um seven hits the streets so let's talk about um you know we've already played modern warfare we've already played i think modern warfare is more of like a remaster than it is a remake though uh, mario galaxies are re uh, remasters more than they are remakes so we can go and step that uh out of the way the re the true well uh, and then okay my bad uh near replicant is a remaster um, that one came out on PS2, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct? Um, I'm not. I, I know I did play a little bit of near Automata, and I did after I saw this news. Uh, I saw a tweet from Ben Moore from Easy Allies. Uh, he he tweeted out, and I was like, "Holy shit, it's coming out!" I was like, "Cool." So I went to YouTube just to look up a trailer, and I was like, "Okay, PlayStation Third? Three, PlayStation Three, okay." Yeah. So so I, I looked up a trailer just to see what the game is about. Ah, okay. And the second I saw it, I was like. This is a near game. This is a near automata game. It's very melancholy and the droids and a destroyed world, well, a very apocalyptic world, and you know the grays and the browns. And so I was like, okay, I never finished near automata. I heard really good things about it. So, um, what what we what should do is like we should just pony up and get a copy of it, and you borrow it, and then I borrow it. I think <laughs> I have your copy of Automata here. I've got to beat that one too. Fuck. You got that copy? I think I have your copy. Hold on. Yeah, check real quick because I thought I sold it and I was like, fuck. Yeah, let me double check because I was like, I was thinking about, oh, I got a whole collection here. Hold on, boys. Ah! You see, it, it, it is. Okay, he does got it. You I see, have your from, copy. This is what I told you. Organize everything. That's why I will not walk into your house the I other need day. Shells, and I need like, bro. My wife can make it. You see the thing she printed out for the hooks for the, uh, mm -hmm. the controller? Yeah. Oh, dude, that shit's fucking dope. I got one on the side of my desk right now holding my PlayStation controller, dude. Well, I need Legit. that one. I, I do have yeah. uh I do have uh Neo, which I have to do as uh -huh. well. No. No. And then, like, I've been watching people pl I w I've been watching people play Neo, too. And I was like, I want to fucking play that. It looks like Diablo on steroids. Like, that looks <laughs> dope as shit. Like, I want to play the hell out of that game. So, no, uh, but I'm, I, I agree with what you said. Like, because when uh, I knew Persona 4, Persona Royal was coming out, I was like, oh, shit, I got to finish Persona 5. I was like, I got to finish this. Yeah, I was like, shit, shit, shit. I mean, I don't have to, but I want to. That way, when I go into the next part, I'm like, okay, 
I'm refreshed. I know what's, I'm up to speed. I'm like, okay, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about some uh, some game announcements this uh, this week. Um, go for it, brother. We got um, first off, I want to go ahead and get the the April PS Plus games out there for everybody. Uh, it's Dirt Two Rally and Uncharted Four. Um, both of those are very very good games. Um, I think they they stepped up their game with the uh, the two games that they chose. One of them is a racing game, so if you're not into racing games, I understand. But Dirt Rally. Especially 2.0 is is top tier racing game. It doesn't get much better than that. You can use that damn thing as a simulator if you wanted to. And then Uncharted uh, 4 is basically a, you're watching a fucking National Treasure movie take place, but you're playing the game. So, it's Naughty Dog's take on Indiana Jones, National Treasure, Jones, uh, Laura the, Croft, the, Tomb Raider. Yeah, I mean, you name it, it's all in there. It's funny. It's witty. Uh, it's grimy. It's it's you know it's it's uh, got good puzzles in it. Everything that you could want in, a, in an action game is in this game. So this you... isn't okay. This is Uncharted for a thief's end, correct? Correct. It wraps up the Nathan Drake's uh, saga, I believe. Correct. Wasn't there a uh, um a uh, Uncharted that came out recently on PlayStation Plus? I want. Three months ago, they did the collection. It, three months ago, it, was it a collection? Yeah, so oh, they did. Jesus they gave you Christ. one, two, and three. All? Yeah, you got all the games for free. Holy shit, that's awesome! Yeah, as long as you on PlayStation, that's that's pretty. That... Good job. Guys. I mean, they're only on Good PlayStation. Job, you can't get it anywhere else. Right, so no, not if, even, you, yeah. if you just held out, you got all those games uh, for free, and they're you know eight to twelve hours long. <laughs> like I said, action fucking packed. And if you you want to want it to be harder, it it will it can be harder if you know you increase the difficulty and all that stuff. If you just want to play on normal, have a good fun story with a lot of good third person, you know, cover combat system uh, and action. Like, especially the last one, man, it gets crazy. Like you got a whip, you could whip around, climb shit, shoot people, you know, do all kinds of stuff. It's uh, cool. very fun, man. Like I can't recommend those games enough and people, um, you know, they've never given them a chance. They don't understand what I'm talking about. I was like, if you just want to sit down and waste some time and have a good story and like there's shitload of collectibles in the game, you know, like hundreds of collectibles. There's hundreds of little little audio things and like it's it's a movie that plays out because I, if I remember correctly on Uncharted 4 because I had to buy this one like a dummy. I should have waited. Um, what I think at one point there's a where you dress up and like you're in a party like you're James fucking Bond and you're like trying to get information out of this house like so oh we're gonna go to this party that they're randomly having you know whatever fucking spy movie uh, trope that is you know like oh there's a party at this one place I'm gonna go in undercover in a suit oh, hold on, hold on. <laughs> but let me guess there's a rival spy or uh, rival that's also dressed up yeah <laughs> yeah there sure is dude it's so it's it's like to a T like that, you know, but it's fun. For, even for all its faults and tropes. Hey, this is a good game. It's Naughty Dog. Very I mean, good game. Yeah. Um, if, like I said, if you've never played any of these games before, um, you don't have to play all of them to know what's going on. They kind of fill you in um, on at least the character side of it anyway. But if you get the chance to go back and use those PS Plus games that you have, play I'm not even going to say start off with Uncharted uh, Drake's Fortune, number one. I would say start off with number two because that's where they got their stride. They were like, okay, this is the type of game that we want, want, want it to be. And then all they did was kept that exact same formula for three games. 
and they made them amazing and they looked great and they played what really really well and it was just fun like i said just funny and witty and oh man i just can't i can't say enough good things about that whole entire franchise and that developer for for you know for anything else like that developer naughty dog is top toppest of top tiers toppest of top tiers they're so good dude litty titty is that, gonna be, is that is that gonna, is that gonna be our segue <laughs> segue into what into Naughty Dog's announcement on the delay. Yes, uh, we can do that. Um, so, what what's your it? hot yes. take on it? What's yes. your hot take on it? Well, first, uh, to those who that don't know, Last of Us was supposed to come out in May. Last of Us Two was supposed to come out in May. Um, Naughty Dog came out earlier this week, um, and they announced that uh, Last of Us Two is going to get delayed indefinitely because of the coronavirus. And that is highly unfortunate, but um, they can't finish the game to the you know to the specs that they wanted at the the polish that they wanted at, and uh, not only that, but like they're on crunch right now. They've been on crunch so because they've already delayed the game once, so they've been on crunch for such a long, long time, and they still couldn't get it done, even with all this social distancing and all that other stuff. Hell, put it off as long as you want, dude. I got Resident Evil Three. I got to make multiple runs on. I got fucking Final Fantasy VII coming out this Friday. You know, do what you got to do. Not only did Last of Us 2 get delayed, but also Iron Man VR in the same day. Like, both of those are like, "Mm, you know what? We're going to take a little bit of a hiatus here. And it's fine. You know, go, hey, guys, uh, the developers, go spend time with your family. Go enjoy um, being, you know, actually getting to spend time with them. Because, like I said, they have been on crunch. They have been working 12 to 16, 20, 24-hour workdays every day trying to get this game done and they still couldn't pull it off take a break you know take a step back come back whenever you we can all get together again look you know take a uh take a step back and 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 look back at this project that you created and hey is this what we really want to put out there and and if it's a yes then hey you know make it go gold send it out to the the pressing plan or whoever it is that takes care of the discs and all that stuff upload it to the cloud whatever they got to do and let's get this game out there. But I'm I'm happy that they took a break. I'm happy that that the that the developers at Last of Us Two at Naughty Dog are able to step back and and take a breather because of all this crazy nonsense that's happening in the world right now. And um, who was doing Iron Man VR? Was that Square Enix? I'm not too sure. I, I know I know it's coming out, and I was just it's a VR. And honestly, I'm just not into VR. Oh, uh, so I, I that was a uh, publisher. Publisher is Sony Inter- Interactive. Sony Interactive. Okay, so that makes sense why that was announced along with um, Last of Us 2. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I remember reading the tweet from Neil Druckmann saying that uh, mm. they really want to have everybody to enjoy the game at the same time. Yeah. You know, and, and it makes sense. There are some places like New York, New Jersey, where a lot of places are just shut down because of what's going on, obviously, you know? So they don't have the ability to go down the street and pick up a physical copy of uh, The Last of Us 2. That saying, not my opinion, but playing devil's advocate, is this Sony saying physical cells are going to be down? We wait. Um, I think what needs to happen is for these games that they've already announced and set release dates for, um, let's just take Resident Evil, for instance, or Final Fantasy, because these are a lot closer. You know, Resident Evil just came out. Final Fantasy is next week. Um, so let's just go ahead and, and get this out of the way. What I think that 
you know, and and with Last of Us being in May, so we're a month we're a month to the day, well, month and five days, is a uh, May ninth. So we're a month and five days away from Last of Us. That means they got a month and a half, you know, to the release date, and they still didn't finish it. I don't think it was just, you know, I don't think it was just coronavirus. I also think they weren't ready. They just weren't ready. But let's take into a fact. Let's take it to this. Uh, take it to account. This okay. Let's say they were done, right? Let's say the game is 100% completed. It's gone gold. Now, I pre-ordered a physical copy, right? Uh, let's say you pre-order it and you, get a, you, you pre-ordered a digital copy. So just for argument's sake, you got a digital, no. I got a, a physical copy. We're both going to play this game because we both love Naughty Dog and what they do. So my copy gets delayed because of the coronavirus. I understand why they would put it off in that instance what should be done what should have been done in this case is if the game was already gold right they never announced that the game had gone gold we were still waiting to hear that i always look for you know the game is going to come out in a month this game has gone gold last of us 2 didn't do that so i'm assuming they weren't ready for it they've been in a lot of pressure so let's just let's get that out of the way what would have happened what would have what would i have like to have happened if the game had gone gold already is anybody who pre-ordered a physical copy would have just been given a digital only code and then once they got their copy they you know they got their copy it's okay like they're not losing any money giving away a digital copy you know like um like for instance um let me use this example just hear me out go ahead go ahead this is what we do brother if i buy a blu-ray Nowadays, I get a Blu-ray, a DVD, and a digital copy of the movie. Do I not? Yes. For one price. Yeah. For one price. Why isn't that being done with video games yet? If I buy a physical copy, I should be able to get the fucking PS3 version, the PS4. If I buy a PS4 version of Last of Us 2, when PS5 comes out, I better get the fucking PS5 version. I shouldn't have to buy a new copy because I own... I own that copy, right? That copy's mine. My gamer tag belongs to this copy. This copy belongs to me, right? So if I buy a copy of a game, I should get this version, the next version, and the next version that come out. Not only that, but like, I can still let you borrow my physical version of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which I have a copy of, which I also have a digital copy of, and a DVD copy of, but I could let you know miles borrow my dvd i could let you borrow the blu-ray and i could still have a copy on my digital library right now why they aren't doing this to begin with i i think i think video games in that sense has fallen behind the socially acceptable line if i were to say that because we're buying i bought last of us the original last of us and then when the last of us remastered came out i fucking bought a copy of that you better believe it right so, like, I think we've fallen a little bit behind on the times. Like, they didn't have to remaster the game. They didn't really do anything but port it over. You know, there was nothing remastered about it. It's just like, hey, here's a new copy of the game that looks better Updated because it's for. on this new platform. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, if I, own, if I own my PC, like, I own the digital copies in my Steam. If I completely wipe out my hard drive and 
throw my computer out in the rain right now and I go buy a laptop and I sign into my Steam login, all my games are still there. Like as I, long as you download it, it should be able to, just ready to go. Yeah, yeah. If you download it. So I think that's how games need to work on the console side. Uh, if if I buy a physical copy, they should give me a fucking digital download code. Like that's my it's in my copy for it's in my library for forever. And then they want to talk about resale, but like I can take the digital copy out of that movie that I have out there, and then I could still go pawn off or take it to you know GameStop or whoever fucking wherever I could resell that and still have a copy of the game. Like I don't know what they're talking about. Uh, and, and and yes, as a consumer, that is a very valid point. That's a great point. That's solid. I mean, honestly, I, I if I buy something for the PS four when the PS five hopefully comes out in holidays. I uh, should be able to play it. And Mark Cerny talked about it that a lot of games will have backwards compatibility. The a lot that the games that they have tested should have backwards comp- compatibility. So hopefully it will do that. You know, uh, I could see why publishers like doing that. Where buy for PS3, buy for the PS4, not buy it. All. Yes, exactly. That mean I could see why they do that. You know? So from a consumer standpoint, that kind of that fucking sucks. You know? Oh, you mean Skyrim? <laughs> yeah yeah exactly you know yeah 360 playstation 3 playstation 4 switch you know pc with mods oh, you know oh but... and then legendary uh, edition and then, edition. And then definitive edition definitive edition and oh shit we got it oh man we forgot to release the game of the year edition son of a with bitch. commentary with commentary yeah. jesus christ exactly so i mean i mean i, I know xbox is have a they're a smart delivery system we talked about it briefly a couple of weeks ago so yeah. me, they're on the right track they're on the right they're track. on the right track. They really are. I, I think they really want people to play the games. Not so much. I think they're going to take a hit. I know we're going to tangent here, but I think they they the consoles are going to be as what they can do, what they will do. But they really want the game to be out there, and they want you to be. I know this is a buzzword right now, but they want you in their ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Hey, but if to think about how much more of a lifelong customer you would have is like, if I buy this game, and then if you know whatever, I could get rid of the physical copy but i still have the digital copy like people would hold on to those consoles a little bit more they wouldn't just get rid of them and even if you were to get rid of a console your digital library is there you could just sign back in and you're right back in their system like okay even if they give you a digital copy of the game they're like with the physical copy you get a digital copy but with the digital copy it's still yours but as long as you have you know our membership which is our ps plus service i'm okay with that like that'd be I'm, great. I'm willing to take a hit on that side, uh, as long as I still get to keep the copy of my game. Like if I fucking lose everything in a fire, and the only thing I want to do is I want to go home to my hotel after I buy a brand new PS4, or PS5, or whatever, and I want to boot it up. The last thing I want to think of is, oh fuck, I got to spend another, you know, seventy bucks or sixty bucks on Resident Find Evil Three. Again. Yeah. Like I, I already have it. I, I know it's here because I, I'm paying for this service. They're backing up my games. Like they should do something. Like I honestly think they should. But no, I, I agree. I agree. I mean, when when you buy a physical copy, they should have a digital copy just in case you break your copy or something. I mean, you already bought this game. They're not losing any money on that. Exactly. And the thing is, with these new gen consoles, I really do hope they have this backwards compatibility because I don't want to brush off my ps4 if i don't have to if i could get all my favorite games from that from that life cycle mm-hmm. put into the next one that's, that's great because i don't want to be like oh yeah i want to play uh i want to play street fighter 
Oh, uh, wait, it's only on the PS4. Let me go find it real quick, dust it off. Uh, no, no, no. Well, everything here, on the brand new on this new console. So as a consumer, that's what I want. What we what we get, I don't know. But uh, yeah, as for going back to uh, Naughty Dog announcing, saying that uh, due to the coronavirus, we really want everybody to play. I, I, I don't want to be cynical, but I really just don't think the game was ready. I don't think so either. I don't think it was ready, and I and I'm not saying this is an excuse. I mean, this is legit. This is I mean, this is horrible. People are having to work from home, especially in the Bay Area. You probably don't have as ac- much access to your tools to do the job as you intended to do Definitely while being there at the office. So, I mean, I understand, you know. And, and the thing is, they're gonna do it right, and if it comes out right it'll come out when it comes out you know? and i'll and i have a lot of games coming out that I'll are, be, that are gonna hold us over i'll be fine with waiting for that one because i want that game i do want that game to be perfect because i enjoyed the first one so much i don't mind waiting for this one to be perfect um yeah so which got me thinking i still hope cyberpunk is still on its current i think trajectory so. i hope so i i want to in my heart of hearts i hope that we are far removed that be on the up and up. I think we'll get that notice around. I see, I guess it's got a September release date. So I, I say in August, at the beginning of August, we're gonna get uh, it's gone gold. Um, they've already delayed this one. Um, exactly. They're also in another continent, um, working on this game. I think it's what was it, Norway or Finland? Norway or Sweden? Like that? Some shit like that. Some altruistic badass country that they're in, which is way oh, better than white America. And tall and- Gorgeous, yeah. yeah. So, um, I, I I see that one coming. I, I what I think that happened was is they were like, oh, we're gonna release this game this year, and then like get to the end, like, oh, we're gonna change this up, and we're gonna make things better, and then we're gonna do this. They can't really do that too much. You can't say, hey, this game is coming out this year, and then, um, oh well, we have a different vision now, and you know, because if you look at Witcher one or Witcher two or Witcher three from CD Projekt Red. Witcher 1 is a completely game, different game from Witcher 1 to Witcher 2. And Witcher 2 to Witcher 3 is a completely different game. Witcher 2 is a very linear, uh, harsh, I mean fucking harsh game. Like, it was so tough on that, that game. It was Combat was hard. You had to be parry system perfect. You had to be prepared for your fights. You had to put the right oils, the right, you know, whatever. Um, these games that came out over I don't know a fifteen year span, complete like so completely different from each other. It's not even funny, dude. If you look at Witcher One right now, you don't even it, recognize it. It looks like dog shit compared to Witcher Three, and Witcher Two is still a great looking game today, but it plays like dog shit compared to Witcher Three. Like Witcher Three is so fluid, and like now even what t- Witcher Three came out in what twenty fourteen. I believe. I want to say. I want to say 2014. I want to say that. If I had to take a guess, hold on a second. 2014, 2015. I think the same year Bloodborne came out. 2015. So okay. I'm playing Witcher 3 right now just to fucking have something to play, right? And after playing Spider Man, which came out in 2019, I'm like, man, Witcher 3 plays like dog shit compared to this game. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, like, dude, like, like. And I love Witcher 3. I think it's the best game that came out in the past decade. And from, you know, 2001 to 2020. It's the best game that came out. However, like going back and playing it now, I'm like, 
I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, like fucking pulling some, teeth. Some of these systems kind of suck. They can make the them better. Showed. It's like six years old. <laughs> like, what's going on here? Um, yeah. But, like, I still enjoy the game. But I do think that, like, I bet from what I see from Witcher 3 to... Uh, cyberpunk is gonna blow me away by cd project red because i've never been failed by cd project red ever not from witcher one when i played that not to witcher two when i played that or witcher three when i played that or gwent or that other one that's um that's just like the turn-based uh card game rpg that's pretty badass looking i haven't played it either but um all those titles like yeah they're all different but like it took them so long to release. You know, it's a small studio. There, it took them so long to release, and I think that's what happened with Cyberpunk. Is like, okay, we saw this vision. It kind of go in a different way now. Maybe we should kind of like push it back a little bit so we could see this idea to fruition and give us ourselves some more time because the video game industry does work on crunch, and that sucks. You know, um, oh, yeah. And they they no, put themselves sure. under these tight tight deadlines, and they can never always deliver. I.e., Naughty Dog with Last of Us Two. Um, much less with the freaking pandemic on top of you and then not only that but yes the pandemic right there on top of you so yeah um so uh, going back to uh cg cd project red yeah cyberpunk 2077 like even though you know i, I tried witcher it wasn't for me something about this genre the, the the cyberpunk i really like that style and i am genuinely excited to play this cyberpunk so really fps rpg excited. Yes, I'm excited for it, you know. So, I this is the one where I want to come out on time, and I like, and I hope by that time, hopefully, you know, we're we're in a better place and even get this, you know. And even this gameplay video that they put out during E3 last year, they were saying by the end of last year, they were like, the game doesn't look anything like it did back then. We were just a demo build, yeah. And even like with Witcher Three, they updated it for like three years i think we you know with the two expansions and all that stuff witcher 3 whenever i completed it to witcher 3 now today like fully completed and out is way different of a game than i remember it being back then as well they upgraded a bunch of stuff like they made a lot of things simpler and easier streamlining things yeah. comforts of life and stuff like that yeah yeah quality of life improvements and all that stuff um like I'm playing a completely different game now, and granted, I've already know the story, but it's changing it up quite a bit. But yeah, what else you got, brother? I wanted to talk about uh, Animal Crossing: New Horizons. Okay. Um. So according to um, Famitsu, that is becoming it's on track to becoming one of the best-selling games in Japan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Probably one of the best-selling games of all time because of the pandemic. It, and that's what I want to talk to you. You think it's timing? as not saying bad as it is but as for Luck. how bad the situation is going now do you think this is really good for it where hey i'm on quarantine i want to play a game where i could just chop down a tree and bury some coconut uh say hi to my neighbor i mean is this this kind of game i know you're playing it mikhail's playing it and you guys seem to be really enjoying it but is this something just be like hey i don't want to worry about anything i just want to decorate my house it, it was really luck that Animal Crossing came out when it did. Or bad luck that coronavirus happened when it did. If that makes any sense? Mm-hmm. So um, Animal Crossing is a very good, very well thought out game. Um, it is creating some kind of like 
little, I don't know how to call it, like players online kind of hate each other. Really? Yeah. If you follow like the Twitter and you look at the tweets like I do. Um, Tw- Twitter, it's, uh, to me, I, I use it just to be sick. That's yeah. So here's the thing. People like me who don't have quarantine stay at home where I actually have to work and shit like that. We don't have a chance to do what other players have gotten to do in this game. So people like myself are upset. I'm not upset, but people like myself who actually have to go to work and stuff. They're upset that their islands don't look as good as the humble brag. Other people. The humble brag, right? Because some people are just straight up, look look what I got. They're like, yeah, look at my Take house, bitch. Yeah. Like, yo, I got a Street Fighter 2 arcade in the background. What do you got? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. the humble brag is, is, is there. That's what I've heard. Yeah, I see on Twitters, on yeah. the Twitters. So, so a lot of people are upset about that. And also, the game doesn't do a very good job at explaining its harder mechanics, like, um, you know, farming, you know, iron or farming money and playing the stock market and <laughs> um, you know all that stuff that's in the game they don't really do like the greatest of job telling you how to get these things and how to do them or you know whatever reason like the veteran players know how to do them I didn't know I had to learn like okay I gotta do this and this and this is my yeah goal. I had to watch a, a YouTube video like the first nine things that you should do when you're on on, a, on when you try island or every or day 10 things and I'm or 10 things Animal Crossing doesn't tell you. They're like, holy shit, you're right. <laughs> yeah, they don't tell you any of this shit. So um, there's a lot of things like that that need to um, get better. Um, I think if they they patch, I mean, what was it? Um, like after you pop 300, but, well, also the other problem is back to that whole thing real quick with the people that are getting jealous of other people's islands. Those people are time skipping because you shouldn't be able to time travel in the game. But they are doing that, just so everybody's oh, clear. Just so everybody's clear. Also, uh, where was I going with this? Oh, yeah, they had a a, a a bug in the game where, like, once you completed the balloon popping um, 300 challenge in your um, phone, then you wouldn't get any more balloons. And right now, with the bunny... Um, Bunny Day or something like that? Bunny Day or Easter. They're Easter. It's Easter, basically, yeah. Their Easter thing that's going on right now. There's so many presents flying through the air nonstop. <laughs> so many. Like, I've gotten three of those achievements in, like, two days. Are you serious? Yeah, dude. Like, I, I, I just... Uh, there's so many. Like, I have to... I broke, like, two or three slingshots. Like, I didn't even know you could break a fucking slingshot. And, like, I'm a week and a half in. And I'm like, where are all these... All these fucking things coming from, dude. There's like nonstop raining on you all the time, right? So like, uh, <laughs> so I'm just kind of sitting here like, the hell? Anyway, yeah. So like, after you got 300 presents with the the last pa- the previous patch, you couldn't get any more presents. But now they patched that out. So they're they're still discovering bugs, you know, that are still happening and still occurring. But yeah, like people are getting jealous of other people's islands because they've been time hopping. Like you, first of all, don't time hop. We're in quarantine. You, you got nothing to do. What are <laughs> yeah, we? Enjoy the game. You are we speed running? Animal, Animal Crossing? Crossing. Is that what Fuck we're doing? It doesn't right, even have in credits. It doesn't even have in credits. What are we doing here? You know. So um no that that um that shit's crazy. But Animal Crossing, yeah, one of the best selling games on Switch, and it will continue to do so. 
uh, for the foreseeable. I can't, I, I can't wait for MPD report next month I or can't, later on this month. Yeah. I can't wait until Nintendo actually stocks everybody up with some more Switches because Switches are sold out everywhere. That's what I, I heard. Yeah. I can't wait until people start buying more Switches to see what they buy. Right now, we got that. Um, um, I was gonna call it a spring. I was gonna call it a spring sale. It's not a spring sale. Let's call it a quarantine sale. Because Q Q one sale. It's Q two. Yeah, Q one. Yeah, it's almost Q two. We got Steam with the sale, Epic with the sale, PlayStation Network with the sale, Xbox with the sale, and Switch with the sale. So we're gonna go ahead and call that a quarantine. Oh, and GOG. And all those companies are running a sale right now. So if you need games, now's the time to get them, dude. There are eighty uh, percent off in this motherfucker. Which I want, I, I want your quick opinion on uh, on the PlayStation Network right now. Uh, God of War is for is on sale. Fourteen ninety nine. Do I get it? I paid sixty dollars for that game. Fuck yeah, you buy that game. For, for, for fourteen bucks, for fifteen bucks, I should get that game. Fuck yeah, you buy that game today. Today, you should okay, have bought it yesterday. Uh, yeah, that's okay. I mean, like, he he didn't say yeah. He said, "Fuck yeah." You know, uh, yeah, you fucking buy that game. It's great. I get that one. Okay. And if and if you like Dark Souls games, this isn't a Dark Souls game. But if you do like Dark Souls games, you play that son of a bitch on the hardest difficulty you can, and then you're gonna hate yourself because that's how hard it is. It it does get oh. Dark Souls hard. Nice. Okay. So, okay. I yeah, you, you play that game. It is so good. I can't wait for part two. Santa Monica Games needs to go ahead and announce that shit, dude. I had a feeling that that was coming this E3. Like, I was like, oh, we're going to get a God of War 2. But then, you know, coronavirus happened. So I was kind of sad. But I don't think Santa Monica has anything in the works right now, if I was to take a look at it. Uh, uh, well, that's, that, that's to be... Well, I don't think they would have announced it. Because I don't think PlayStation... Well, it's, it's, it's pointless. It's because it's not happening. Uh, <laughs> it's, just, it's just not happening. It's just not happening right now. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I do want to talk about real quick. I, I told you real quickly before we went on air, but a game on my radar right now called Mortal Shell. Yeah. That, mm. um, the developer is uh, Code Symmetry and it's published by Playstack. Uh, I did a little research on Code Symmetry, see who these developers are. Uh, and they said these guys are veterans that have been in the game industry. They, ha- they mentioned some names. I did not go in and research each of these guys to see what they work on. I don't. I don't. I don't get paid to go do that, but this game looks interesting. Con is a very interesting concept to me. Uh, I hate saying these buzzwords, but it's very Souls-like, and uh, I'm I'm guessing it's because of the difficulty that you're going to be getting in this game. Uh, and from the premise of what I've seen in this is where you start off as a person, as I guess a warrior or whatever, and to change your class, you get into the another shell. So now you're in a magician, mm-hmm. or now you're in a uh, heavy class or a heavy armor class, or now you're an archer. And then the more you level, I guess, experience, you get that, make that shell stronger. So, and then if you want to go somewhere else, you just kind of like a little hermit crab, get out of that shell and go to another one. Mm-hmm. So I saw the gameplay. The gameplay that I saw from it looked gorgeous. It looked gorgeous. And one thing I did like about the aesthetics of Dark Souls 3, I talked to Hian about this before, is when you go into that world, everything looks threatening. Mm-hmm. There's nowhere where you feel safe. You know, just look at the landscape, the the, the buildings, the the scenery, the, the sound, everything when you're in that game, 
it never you never feel safe. Everything's a threat. Mm-hmm. And I like how I like when a game like that puts me in that mood, you know, Bloodborne, especially, you know, when you go in there, it's just dark and somber, ugly outside. And I, and I like how that game, how it puts me into that mindset when I play a game. So Mortal Shells is something that I'm interested in. And I think they said it's going to be Q3 2020. But of course, with everything going on, TBA, who knows? But it will be, yeah, it will be on all the major, uh, major consoles and on Steam. So if you guys get a chance, uh, they're not paying me to say this, but I just from what I've seen, you guys should just give it a shot and just look at it. Mortal Shells. Yeah, it looks dope, dude. I saw the trailer earlier yeah. this week. I was uh, very yeah. excited for it. I was like, oh, shit, this looks dark. This looks yeah, real dark. So, uh, so, yeah, so, man, I, I was like, I was about that life. I was like, oh, man, this one looks good. Um, definitely, definitely, definitely. So uh, along with that, um, another couple of game announcements uh, from our tangent from yep. earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, Outer Worlds uh, is getting a Switch release date of June fifth. That's coming. Uh, yeah. in a and month and I remember when it when it first came out uh, back in what was it early in fall? Yeah, in late fall. I remember when that came out. Uh, Nintendo Switch version will to be announced later. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I'm already got on PlayStation. I'm already got on PlayStation. Mikhail loved it, and she wants more from these uh, from these from uh, Obsidian. So. Hopefully, when this comes out on the Switch, maybe they'll have some plans for some DLC for... I hope so. It was it, a short game. Who knows? It was a short game, but I, uh, Mikhail said she loved it, and uh, I just like watching her playing it. So. It was really fun. Good. Um, yep. And then also Wasteland 3, which is the original creators of the Fallout franchise. Not Bethesda, but like Fallout 1 and 2. Um, mm-hmm. They created a new game called Wasteland. One and two are already out, but three is coming out on August twenty eighth of this year. Um, so that's huh. they got it officially got its uh, release date. I think earlier this week. Um, big news for me. I love the Wasteland series. I love the Fallout series. So if you like tactical RPGs, like uh, pen and paper, Divinity Original Sin, shit like that. Um, this one's you know in a dystopian future. You know, with ghouls and crazy shit like that, like nuclear bombs, and and it's gonna be all major consoles and Steam, I guess. Uh, I think it's gonna start off on Steam and GOG first, and then come to consoles later, like the other two have. So those are two um, two games that I uh, I really really enjoy: Outer Worlds and Wasteland Three. And uh, yeah, I'm glad they got some release dates for you know some more people to get in contact with these games. So the the next thing i got is uh borderlands three the borderlands three devs got gypped on their uh, bonuses this year do you hear about this uh i want to say i I was skimming through reddit and i read something about this um my hot take on this um i'm guessing the publisher wasn't happy with sales so they're Screwed him, or what's going on? Oh no, this is the best-selling game this publisher's ever had. So th- that's bullshit. <laughs> um, I mean, they just got into a bad contract or something, or or they're trying to slip pull the rug underneath them. What's, what's the deal? Yeah. Uh, you ever heard of this guy named Randy Pitchfork? Sounds familiar. Pitchford, excuse me, not Pitchfork, Pitchford. It's not- 
Yeah, sounds familiar. Sounds familiar. Um, I believe he's the CEO. Wait, wait, is that the guy who had a fucking uh disk drive of like some sort of porn and he left it somewhere and he got caught with it? He's some some. He's a piece uh, of shit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I know you're talking about now. Yeah. 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 A piece of shit. Yeah. That's what I heard. Um. So yeah, he got a bonus. Oh, he got an advance. He got, a... he got an advance on Borderlands profits in 2016. Yeah, he took a $12 million bonus as an advance on Borderlands Profits. Now, Borderlands came out. It's the highest-selling game that Gearbox has ever had. And now the developers of Borderlands 3 are getting gypped out on their stuff because of, like, this whole Randy Pitchford idea. He, this guy's f- piece no, of shit. He's a piece of shit. You're right. You're right. Hey, uh, I, listen to other, uh, I listen to other uh, video game podcasts. They talk about the shit that this guy's done and got into and when you said that name i'm like oh yeah i remember this now he's a piece of shit oh, okay. so now nah, nah. oh. the the employees agreed to work on this game here's the big deal the employees agreed to work on this game like with little money going on as they created the game and if the game sold well they would get a giant like six figure fucking bonus right these guys that did 60 hours a week for like i don't know how many years um they made they're making like minimum wage maybe a little bit better than minimum wage like 60 hour a week you know 60 hour weeks not 60 dollars an hour but you know 60 hours per week yeah they had yeah, this yeah. like fucking they're making minimum money for this game to come out and then like sell as well as it did and they got promised million dollar bonuses or five figure bonuses you know Five six hundred thousand dollar bonus for working on this game and making it as good as it is, then they get gypped. Like, mm, that kind of that's kind of sucks, dude. You know, like that's hey, not kind of that. That is a suck. That that's is a, shit. That sucks, dude. So, uh, shouts out to all those two K, <laughs> to all the uh fucking Borderlands three um developers that didn't get paid. Um, turns that's out terrible. They're all in the same boat with the rest of the 6.6 million people that aren't getting paid right now. But, uh, oh, thanks, babe. Appreciate it. What's up, babe? An hour Thank late. <laughs> I was like, yeah, let's... <laughs> oh, she brought awesome. me an IPA, bro. Uh, we got West Coast IPA. West Coast? West Coast. California knows how to party. California. Um, uh, okay. Going, transitioning gears from a... Sh- <laughs> oh, IPAs are <laughs> gross. Out. <laughs> all right uh, they become a hipster you start hanging out with miles oh dude i got so many ipas in the fridge right now it's ridiculous <laughs> um uh rockstars uh rockstar games they announced that uh, starting april 1st to the end of may they mm. are donating five percent of all in-game transactions from red dead online and grand theft auto online to help with the small businesses and communities dealing with covid19 that's good five so, percent I mean, a little yeah, low compare- though that's okay they're donating five Jump bouncing off the last story where Randy Pitchford was sticking these dudes to hey, these guys are actually giving back. I yeah, think that's a lot better. But the games have been out. Red Dead's been t- been out for two years. GTA five has been out for Forever. Forever? Like PlayStation three. Yeah. It's been out for a minute. They can afford a little bit more than five. 
five percent? Come on. They don't, but the thing is, they don't have to. They don't. They don't have, have to, do, to do anything. But they're giving five percent. They're giving five percent from that, the that, of their hearts that is to nice. help out communities yeah. and small businesses affected by COVID nineteen. That is nice. So, I mean, let's, let's let's look at the silver lining here. But you that's saw? Did you see? Did you see? Can I can I do a side tangent oh, here? Of course. Did you see the humble bundle, um, this month for the COVID nineteen Capcom? I know you sent me one from Capcom. I don't no, know if there that's, was a uh, related to that. There was a COVID nineteen humble bundle, nice, and it was something along the lines of it was conquer COVID nineteen for thirty bucks. All proceeds, all proceeds, go to COVID nineteen, whatever. Right? Can I read you the game list real quick? Let's, let's wrap it I'll, I'll, I'll give you the I'll give you the highlights. Okay, into you, bro. into the breach, Undertale, uh-huh. Hollow Knight. The Witness, Darksiders 1, Darksiders 2, Killing Floor 2, Super Hot, Jesus Christ, there's so many on here. Sniper Elite 3, oh, where else we got here? Psychonauts, Brutal Legend, Super Hexagon, uh, V, Magicka. I mean, I'm just picking and choosing right at this point. And there's also a list of books. There's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. 10, 15, 20, 25, 26 books that you get with this bundle for 30 bucks. 30 bucks. They give you all these games. And, and all proceeds. And all proceeds, proceeds go to, there's still two days left on this bundle. So if you're hearing this right now, go get it. It's 30 bucks. And um, they've already raised $5 million for charity for this one, man. So wow. top tier, humble bundle, always raising money for charity. They are killing the game. Go check that shit out. But, you know, shouts out to Rockstar for their 5%. <laughs> well, I mean, that's a really good job for yeah, hundred percent of the proceeds going out there. It so that's, they're doing a good job. Yeah, they're they're trying. They're trying. You try. Five percent though. Five percent. Five percent. I'll give. I'll give. Oh, uh, am I going to spend five percent of my time? No, no, no. It's not even five. It's they give you like money in game, right? That's what the that's what their proceeds are. Like you buy, you purchase money in game. If I'm not, so, if I'm not mistaken, uh, so uh, I'd rather have three, six, nine, twelve, fifteen, eighteen, uh, twenty-two, twenty-five, twenty-seven. Hold on, thirty, thirty-three, thirty-six, thirty-nine, forty-two, and forty-five games for thirty dollars. That's and literally I, less a dollar a game. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And then that's literally a desperate dollar game. You're getting all this, and it's all the hundred percent proceeds and twenty six books on top of that. Like I would books, and I'd rather spend thirty dollars on that. If well, if you had to weigh your choices here, like well, I mean, I mean, gotta weigh choices. I mean, that's how you do. I mean, granted, you give proceeds to COVID nineteen research. That's great. But there's there's this way of doing things, and then there's like this way of doing things, and this side is Rockstar and Bethesda and you know whoever, and then there's Humble Bundle over here with like fucking badass games. You know what? The, I, I'm going be, I'm trying not to be cynical, but I'm being cynical. This is probably probably Rockstar saying, "Look what we did." Yeah, we tried. We helped. Yeah, we helped. Look at we us. They're gonna just look at you like. We helped. We did. We helped. We're in there. We're cute. <laughs> oh my god! You know, and I was trying to think like, 
positive. Then you, you just tell me the humble bundle. Like, no, fucking humble bundle killed it, dude. Go look at that shit. It's crazy. That's yeah. that's how I build up my Steam collection. But I mean, yeah, any type of game that you would want is there's sim games in here. There's strategy games in here. There's party games in here. There's single player games in here. There's multiplayer games in here. There's Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight. Just mm. anything that you would want in a game bundle is right here for 30 bucks. Pac-Man's yeah. in here for Christ's sake. Pac-Man Championship Edition. <laughs> it's esports. Like I was going to rattle off the highlights, but then I was like, oh, triple A game, triple A game, triple A game, triple A game. I was like, oh, I got to, I, I can't. I can't name all 100%, those. 100%. 100. 100. 100. Keeping wow. it 100 over there. So, um, yeah. I mean, like I said, there's there's two ways of doing things. You can give 5% of your in-game money purchases away. Or you can <laughs> give, you know, badass games away for a decent discounted price where all the proceeds go. See, now, now, see, now I feel bad for bringing it. Well. Because of my season. There's... One thing I did want to bring up is uh, that yep. uh, Va- Valorant game mm-hmm. by uh, the League of Legends Riot Game Studio. Yeah, it's um, going to be their, their, their team shooter. Uh, Counter-Strike FPS. Overwatch FPS. Um, they're saying mm-hmm. that that's going to be PC only, bro. That ain't coming to consoles. Um, and it is quickly growing in beta, dude. It's got like millions of views on Twitch right now. Have you seen this? I have not seen it, but the fact that this is coming from the developers of League of Legends, I am not surprised. Oh, yeah. You know, what, what does surprise me is it going PC only. Uh, I don't know why they're going with that option, but I mean, hell, they, they haven't released uh, LOL on, on console. So also they're obviously, whatever they're doing, what they're doing is working for them. Mm-hmm. So. I think that they're releasing a game that can run on most uh, PCs, whether old or new, uh, with reasonable specs, which is, you know, what Blizzard did for a while. Um, You know, they did that with LOL. Like, LOL can basically run on any computer ever. That's how well they've got it optimized, you know? So, um, I don't really mind that, you know, know, too much. So, um, you know, shouts out to them. PC only, hey. Uh, I might hop on that Valorant beta or bandwagon or whatever you want to call it uh, just to give it a shot and see what it's all about. Um, it looked fun, well, man. I, I did watch a little bit yeah, of it. Yeah, uh, obviously, I remember she, uh, looking a little bit into it when we talked about it two or three months ago, maybe two months ago. But, um, yeah, the fact if they go on a, if they go PC only, uh, obviously, it's going to be working out for them. The thing is, if you are a, PC, uh, a gamer, just someone who likes games and really wants to, you probably have a PC to play it if you want it bad enough, you know? So their decision to go PC only, it's obviously something. I'm sure they didn't just be like, oh, we're just going PC only. I'm sure they have a, a team of people saying, yeah, we're fine. We just keep rocking it on this and, and, and going for it. The thing is, this is just going to be their, their team-based FPS. Who knows when their platformer comes out, when their card game comes out, fighting when game. their fighting game comes out, obviously. So, I mean... These guys, LOL, if you go to Twitch right now and look at League of Legends, it's going to be up there. So these guys, are they know what they're doing. But yeah, man. Good for them. Good for them, I'm glad it's building Steam. I, I want there to be more games of different genres out there just because, just to Competition, shake. baby. Yes, the competition. The more competition you have, the better. Because I don't want these other games just to be resting on the laurels. No, make them work for it. Make them be top dog. 
What else you got, bro? Oh, excuse me. A little quick topic, real quick. I mean, nothing major. It was just um, something that uh, I just want to throw my two cents in is um, Amazon. They've been prior- prioritizing uh, what gets out delivered, when and where, because of you know what's going on, of course. Oh, you mean they've been and, striking? Uh, they've been striking. That's what's going on. Yeah, you didn't hear about that strike that they okay, started okay. on Monday. L- Okay, let, let, let me do my little thingy, and then we'll, we'll come back to your little pin, okay? <laughs> All right. Guys, guys, remember, we're going back to the strikes. Um, so holes, remember I sent you, Yeah, so I, uh, I remember I sent you an email saying, um, Persona 5 Royal, according to Amazon, is saying, Rick, we delay. You know, by a day, you might not get the game on time. Okay, fine. The game did come out on Tuesday. I got it. I was like, oh, cool. Mikel sent me a picture. I was like, yeah, I got it. Sweet. And then uh, I ordered my gaming chair, and they said, It'll be here by Monday. Then they send me an email. No, it's going to be there by Tuesday. I don't know what their priority system is, but sure, whatever. So you don't need a chair. Yeah, you no, play games. Well, I got me. I need to treat myself. I'm coming nice. sales. No, no, no. Yeah. What I was saying was, is you need the game more than you need the chair. You could stand up and play a video game. <laughs> like, sure, you know, I'll grab another like, chair. You need the game first. <laughs> yeah, I need the game first. I'll grab another chair or something like that. Yeah. And then, you know, and then my weight came in and everything. But still, so there's a strike going on? Yeah, there was a strike uh, at the New York uh, Center in Staten Island on Monday, I believe, over poor work conditions. Um, The guy knows for a fact that they, uh, one of the supervisors had organized it or something. He was just like, yo, this, uh, these working conditions suck. They don't give us any PPE. They don't, uh, they're not helping us out in any way. One person got tested positive. Uh, they haven't done anything about it. Like they have a cleaning crew that comes in and cleans the warehouse every day, but it's supposed to be a group of twenty-five people. Um, you know, half of those people aren't showing up. So who's to say that they're actually cleaning what they need to clean, shit like that? So he was actually worried about his employees and stuff like that, and uh, organized a strike at the uh, the office in um, Staten Island, New York. But uh, wow. yeah, Amazon, dude. I uh, I'd be wearing gloves whenever I open that shit. I haven't. Hey, to be honest. Ever since this shit even started, I haven't ordered a single thing from Amazon. And when I got my package from UPS, normally UPS is kind enough to knock on my door um, whenever they deliver a package. Nah, you know what I heard? I heard at my front door. I heard a slam at my front door, and I was like, that motherfucker threw my game. Fucking cocks. (laughs) He threw my game from, like, the rose bush (laughs) halfway down my... Motherfucker did like shock put. He goes, Kobe. Kobe. Yeah. That's what he did. Kobe. And like made it onto my doorstep. Um, and I have camera footage of it too, which is hilarious. That's the best he, part. Yeah. No, it's the best. Like we all have cameras nowadays. What are you guys doing? No offense. UPS drivers. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, a couple of uh, faculty, uh, faculties, factories or warehouses were striking from Amazon because of poor working conditions. GameStop is like mm, so bad right now. Shouts out to uh, Reggie. Uh, poor Ooh. guy. Took over at the wrong yeah, time. I thought, I, yeah, I thought he was going to go into that sinking ship and turn it around, but they, they forgot to tell him that there's holes in the cells, there's water coming in, the rudder's broken, the team's ready to mutiny. Yeah, that's, yeah it's, it's over. This is ooh, that's over. a rough ship. I don't think, um, to be honest... Uh, after this coronavirus, we're going to see a lot of business closures, major major business closures. Uh, one of them being GameStop. Um, I see that coming in the near future. Another being 
uh, Fry's Electronics. That one's been coming. Um, and, you know, in a bunch of restaurants and things like that. But, like, technology, game-wise, computer-wise. Um, the mom-and-pop stores, for sure. I, I think the only thing that I see, like, retail store-wise is Best Buy and Micro Center in Houston, maybe. The big box chains, like, you the, know. Yeah. And Micro Centers, there's only one here. There's one in Dallas. There's one here. There's one, like, maybe in Austin or... They don't have a lot of stores, you know, but, uh, but yeah, like I see Best Buy's holding it down for the underground and then like basically ordering everything else on Amazon or Newegg or whatever. But as far as like retail stores for video games and like computer games and stuff like that, computer, you know, computer products in general, Micro Center and Best Buy are the only ones that are going to stick it out through this, um, these times, it's tough times and stuff, man. So yeah. What else you got, brother? That's about it. It for me, brother. That's all I got. So well, good because we're uh, only were... two hours in. So with the yeah, with the just a makeshift show, uh, <laughs> I do want to say, guys, if you are listening, uh, uh, message us, tweet us, talk to us any way you can, and let us know what games. So bored. And let us know what games you're playing because we're so bored. Help us. We're so bored. Please interact with us, please. Please, yeah. I miss canceling shit with my friends. I miss <laughs> I miss being late to shit with my friends. Hey, yo, I'm <laughs> never going to be late to another one of our get-togethers ever again, dude. I'll be there on time. For I'll, real. I'll be yeah, there I'll early never... like Copeland. <laughs> real early, like 10 a.m., dude. You need help Ready, setting up? Bro. You need help setting up, bro? Yeah, I'll be there. Bring my Clorox wipes. No, yeah, for sure. I'm bringing my own toilet paper from now on. Toilet paper is a luxury. Yeah. <laughs> what naps you, you can't go back you savage uh but yeah guys message us tweet us talk to us let us know what games you're playing during the, these times we, we have some extra downtime because i know i'll be on vacation Ruth will be on vacation uh some watching some other friends you know they don't have the luxury of being able to go to work and you have to play some video games and just let us know what you're playing you know just share with us and, and just we'll all get through this together hell yeah man i agree uh share what game you're playing um if you have a review that you would like to share please uh you know um hit me up on discord i'll be glad to uh take a listen to it on your uh review and uh, maybe we can discuss it on the podcast uh where can they catch you rick guys you guys can catch me on twitch twitter and youtube at os underscore rick yeah ruben has it set up right now i don't have it any any of that no you do except for your, is yours oh, is under, yeah yours is on okay, your ruben, face ruben all has, yeah, has it set up for me he's, he's the brains of this of course and on ig of course i'm the looks he's the brains and on ig i'm os underscore what well yeah go ahead you're the looks go ahead i'm I'm growing i'm growing a beard yeah you better grow that beard i'll tell you when it's time to grow a beard young man (laughs) uh and ig uh os underscore rick guys uh the best way to help us out with the show is by word of mouth sharing it for sure no and that's it ruben where can i find you uh, you can find me on all things social media at OS underscore Onslaught. I'm not even going to list them all out. You know all the things social media. <laughs> you know it. Um, all right, guys. You can catch the Option Select Podcast on Instagram at Option Select Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, hit us up at Option Select Podcast at gmail.com or on Instagram. Hit me up in the DMs um, and on Twitter at Option Select Podcast as well. Um, if uh, you have any questions, comments, or concerns, hit us up on all those things or one of those things. It doesn't matter. I have access to all of them. So we love you guys so very, very much. We look forward to seeing you guys every week, and we will definitely be back next week 
coronavirus be damned. Yeah, guys. We, I mean, this is the first time we're doing this. We're having growing pains. We're growing, but we love doing it. I mean, regardless, we're going to make content and talk about it and be out there so we could hear you and you guys could hear us. We love you very much. Be safe. Take care of each other. Bye. Bye-bye.